Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves to look back at things. Frank, how are you today? Feeling very retrospective today. How about you? Oh, I meant that you literally like to look over your shoulder because you have this mm. impending sense of doom about Constantly. your presence. Yeah. yeah, that that's kind of what that's kind of where I was taking it. Uh, you know, just regular old good old paranoia. Just good old paranoia. That's that's yeah. what I that's what I that's what I meant. Oh, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Frank, uh, I'm glad that you're doing well. I am also uh, in the camp of doing well. So. Good. I'm glad that we have both been camping and that it was a good experience. I'm glad. I'm very that's glad I, to hear it. That's what I've taken out of this I am glad to hear it. To hear it. Aha. Very good. Uh, Frank, uh, what are you drinking? The the beer. I have a new one tonight. I have one from the Portico Brewing Company called their Chroma Amber Ale. Mm. And... Mm. Oh, this is very good. Okay, so this is... Um, Designed, brewed, and packaged for Portico Brewing Company at... Oh, and it was brewed in Ipswich, Mass. Um, Lovely. Right down the street from me. Yeah, this is a very good, heartily hopped ale, floral notes with subtle spice, balance embodied. And uh, it's actually quite... Um, it's um, it's a little hoppy, a little hoppier than I uh, expected. Um, but not, not terribly bitter. 6.1% uh, ABV. This is very good. This is very good. Portico Brewing Company, Chroma. Amber Ale. I'm into it. Cool. What about yourself? What do you got on tap? I am drinking a Stone Tropic of Thunder Lager. Ooh, I've had Stone. That's uh, they're from San Diego, I believe. I believe you are correct because this is a fruitier lager variety. It's got it's got your Citra and your Mosaic hops, you know, um, but it's got a citrus, pineapple, coconut kind of kind of vibe it's not particularly mostly pineapple um not particularly hoppy okay or even for a lager it's kind of like leaning away from lager actually i would almost recommend it for those who are like i like beer but i don't know what to get maybe because i like fruity drinks like it's not a bad this is not a bad direction to to kind of mesh the two together i'm sorry what did you say the name of it was again it is a stone Tropic of Thunder lager. Tropic of Thunder. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's not Tropic Thunder. Tropic of Thunder. Tropic of Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Very cool. Ooh, that looks that looks delightful. Nice. Good stuff. Um, yeah. I want to give a quick, um, if I can, I want to give a quick honorable mention 
um, to uh, I just came back from the UK, mm-hmm. and I had a bunch of very good beers while I was over there. So I actually wrote them down because I wanted to just give them shout outs because I figured our listeners mm-hmm. might enjoy. Um, I enjoyed a good John Smith's Bitter. I enjoyed a good Hop House 13 Lager. Uh, Hammerton Pale Ale, a Camden Hell's Lager, of course, of course, just Guinness. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, I think my favorite thing I had over there was actually an IPA. It was a Brewdog Punk IPA. Um, I'd never heard of Brewdog. Sounds uh, fun though. But yeah, they're they're pretty popular over there, and it's a very very good IPA that I, I was starting to see in a lot of places. And I wouldn't be surprised if they start to get distribution um, uh, over here across the pond. But that was really, really good. If you ever see BrewDog Punk IPA, if it ever makes its way over here, anything from BrewDog, um, I, I recommend it. I, I had it while I met up with friend of the show, Martina. Um, Martina, Martina, blast from my podcast past. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Frank, if, that's a good episode title, Blast from My Podcast from my, Past. Blast from My Just Podcast Past, yeah. That's throwing true. it out there for the alliteration. <laughs> it's hard to turn to turn that down um yeah but uh yeah so that was that was fun uh we we got to hang out um we've known each other for many years but never actually met before so that was fun and and we went to a cool pub uh, that she recommended and they had uh the brew dog uh punk ipa and she recommended it i tried it it was awesome so i i highly recommend that for anybody who um if you happen to see it or hey if you're in the uk um and you can get your hands on some go for it it's great and you said that we can't get it here, but they can get it there. But hopefully, it's coming this way. That's what I'm hoping. Correctly, I That's just wanted to make hoping. sure I didn't dream that. No, I it's just, no that you got it exactly. You nailed it. Excellent, so, excellent prank. Excellent. Those were my those were my UK beers. Oh, I am my, glad to hear it. My UK beer diary. Excellent. I'm so glad that uh, that you brought that. Now, Frank, I know you have a tendency to kind of you know, leave stuff overseas when you go, you for, you don't pack very well and you forget stuff. So I want to check. Did you remember to pack your retrospects? Ah, yes. Yes, I did. I have them right here. My retrospects. Uh, I will put them on. I will don the retrospects to, uh, excellent. To make it so I don't have to look over my shoulder quite so much. Fantastic. I like to think that retrospects have like, like rearview mirrors off to the sides. They do. They're not pretty, Frank. They're, <laughs> they're they're pretty atrocious, actually. We're not trying to make fashion statements here, but nobody could actually see us because this isn't an audio podcast. So, so you can prove nothing. Exactly. You nothing. Nothing shall be proved, including our um line of thinking. So Frank, this is a segment I like to call retrospects. Insert retrospect music that we haven't decided. Maybe, <laughs> maybe time hop or something like that. Let's do the time war. Let's do the Let's time, do the warp, time again. warp again. <laughs> something like that. Anyway, so uh, Frank, we we kind of did a retrospects launch when we when we looked at the X Men film franchise when it was yes. completed. And we're like, wow, what a joyous time that was. What else What else from our past do we love? Because that's really how this show started in the first place. That's right. The show is basically retrospect. <laughs> so retrospect. You know, we beer. should rename. You know, we should call it retrospect. We should call it Beer with Geeks. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part about, uh, before we get into retrospects, my favorite part about you going on your trip was when I texted you and <laughs> Frank, we should do a podcast when you get back. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's call it. 
socially awkward people drinking alcohol yes. or whatever. That was, that was very funny. That was very, very funny. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, my I'm God. like giggling to myself in my house. My wife was like, what are you laughing at? And I'm like, nothing. Nothing. I need to explain the whole joke to you, but I'll still laugh at it. So it's okay. <laughs> that oh, was quite goodness. amusing. Yes. It, it was excellently, mm-hmm. it was excellently amusing indeed. So, Frank, let's talk about, in retrospect, let's talk about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. And yeah, we, I mean, we, got, we got exciting news this week in the Spider-Man world, right? That uh, mm-hmm. Tom Holland is actually staying in the MCU. For um, one movie, I think. he's He's got one more Spider-Man movie, and then I think he's leaving. You think it's done after that? I, um, it's, it's what many articles seem to even say about the announcement, not even speculation. I saw a few that were like, He's got one more Spider-Man movie and to kind of finish the story that they were telling. That's good. And then maybe he will logically leap into his own universe. Into a Sony Spider-Man universe at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That would be, uh, one would be fine. I'd be very happy with one because then at least they can wrap things up and then you get sort of a trilogy aspect there. Um, Even though I don't really feel like they'd be great standalone films as a trilogy because they're just so slotted into, yeah, Mm -hmm. they're so slotted into the continuity. Uh, Yeah. But however, with his spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home, with his identity kind of released to the public, Mm -hmm. what a great way to protect his identity than to go to a different universe. Right. Right. Yeah. I wonder if they bring in like some Spider-Verse stuff there and use that as a way to get him to like go to a different universe, like literally go to a different universe, and then it becomes a Sony Spider-Man universe from there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. That's a cool yeah. idea. Um, but anyway, yeah. that got us thinking about about uh, I don't know, other Spider-Man trilogies. And um, it's, well, There's and really only one other one. There's so. only other, one, one other trilogy, right? Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, it was, almost, it was almost four films, but and we've done a commentary on the first Spider-Man film. Yes. You know, aptly named the science award if you'd yes. like to go back and, and check that out uh, i'll but, put it in the show notes indeed frank i actually watched spider-man 2 fairly recently mm-hmm. last couple of weeks it was just i just had a hankering for a good quality superhero movie and i was like i haven't seen it in quite a while and i was really really hoping that it would be wonderful like i remembered it being and i gotta tell you it uh, was better than I even remembered. What yeah. a magnificent movie. It's, it is. It is like, okay, if Superman the movie is the template of all all uh, comic book you know, superhero films, I would say Most this. Of them. Mo- yeah. I, if it's, and even if it's not the one that they use, I mean, if it's, if it's sort of like the quintessential, the model of like a good template of a of yeah. film, right? Yeah. I would say this movie is a um another like another very very good formula to follow. Well, actually think I Spider-Man are you talking about Spider-Man 2 or two. the Sp- yes. Deuce. Well, I think it's funny that you say that because so spider it it basically follows the Superman 2 formula. Yeah, so that's right. It's that's it's right. actually it, it like it's a good formula but it it follows Superman 2. It's the Here's the continuing love interest. Here is the giving up of the powers slash the powers go away thing, and the hero has to relearn to be the hero. That's Superman two. That's right. That's so. Whereas Spider Man is Superman one. Spider Man two is um Spider Man two is is Superman two, 
and Spider-Man three mercifully did not follow Superman three, but yeah, but it, did it, it do better the, for it? I don't oh, know. <laughs> certainly didn't. Which would lead me to wonder, Frank, if Superman three was good, would third would third would Spider-Man three be oh, good? I see what you're saying. If 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 Superman three had been good, would that lay a template for good third movies? Like yeah, the, the good third place to take your your hero. Um, or the good third story to tell. Yeah, that's interesting. If they had, if they had set a good example, would others be able to follow suit more easily? Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard to. I don't think there was any chance of that movie being any good just because Superman three, because of the politics involved with with the Salkinds and everything. Like it, there was just so much. I don't think there was ever a chance of that movie being any good. But um. Certainly not. It's interesting to think about. But let's let's take it back. Let's take it back to 2002 and uh, uh, the very first Spider-Man film. Did you see it in theaters? Did I see it in theaters? <laughs> yes, of course I did. Um, I saw it many times in theaters as a child because I was of that ripe old age of however old I was. And I, I, saw, it a, I saw it a few times. And I we had a second string movie theater like a Bijou like it's the cheap the cheap three dollar tickets and I remember seeing it there after it had released in theaters so I mm. think I saw it like maybe three four times I have a vague memory that you did not see it in the That's theaters correct. That's correct. yes like you watched it. it with you watched it with your sister on DVD right Bingo Yep That's exactly right And we were instantly like. This is the best movie I've ever seen. Let's watch it a million times. It's probably the last time. You know, when I was a kid, I I did a lot of like w- getting into a phase of watching a movie over and over and over again. Like sure. every day, Many come over to school, watch this movie. Right? Every kid does. I feel like you know. Oh, okay. This week it's you know Cinderella or whatever. Like this kid watched Cinderella like every day this week. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. I was what like thirteen when when Spider Man came out. I think I can honestly say that's the last time I remember doing that thing of like going over to school watch this movie like because it was I just got into such a I got obsessed with it. It was so good and watching the 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 DVD bonus features and like all these uh you know mini documentaries and stuff that some of which I can still sort of like I remember details from um. So, uh, yeah, I got way into that movie. Way, way into it. Yep. I I don't... I watched it a lot. I remember, actually, so Spider-Man, that was about the era in which, like, internet news started to be a thing. Yes. And so I remember waiting hours and hours for the modem to download the teaser trailer. But it was like the teaser of the teaser. So it was just CG webbing, and then it was like Spider-Man, and that was oh. it. And I waited hours just for that to load. So this is and before even the the one with the Twin Towers in it then. Oh, yeah, 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 way before, before that. that. This was just webbing to be announced that Spider-Man was coming. Wow. And that was it. It didn't show him or anything like that. And there was um, a website that I would check. That's actually how I discovered IGN um, originally. They've been around that long, but before that, I it, there was SpiderManHype.com. Oh, which became SuperheroHype.com. Exactly. Right. Right. It right, started right. as SpiderManHype.com. I remember when it switched to superhero because it was after the Spider-Man boom, 
and like they were making more movies and they switched to superhero. And as a child, I was like, stupid. This website used to be about Spider-Man and now it's about all these <laughs> other heroes. And I don't like that. Like hilarious. Um, but that was like my first introduction to set photos and things like that. That was the first time that I learned what that was. And I saw the Green Goblin in the Times Square set. And, you know, like, this is what he looks like. And they were like, he looks like a Power Ranger. This is dumb. This is not the source <laughs> material. How dare you? I'm, let me see, that would have been in 2000, 2000 2001. So I would have been 13, 14 years old because yeah. I was, um, yeah, I guess 14, 15 by the time it came out. So. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so Spider Man, the first film, was like a important for me because it like taught me in a weird way. Like this is how you fandom. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. Th- this is how you search for news. This is what you like look for and don't look for. And it was Spider Man and the first Harry Potter movie simultaneously that kind of did that for me. Mm, that's right. That Harry Potter came out the year before, but I remember. About like, oh, this person got cast and, you know, and, you know, this is what it looks like and so on and so on and so on and so on. For me at that time, it was Spider-Man and um, Attack of the Clones came out the same year. Um, Oh, sure, 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 sure. So those are the two things that I was starting to get, get, like, get myself into. But really, it was Smallville a couple years later where I would say I learned how to fandom. Mm. Um, It was the first time I, like, joined a fandom. What an interesting question that is. Like, yeah. how did you learn to fandom? Because mm. I can I can pin directly where I started to read comic books for real and, and not just, like, someone grabbed one for me for my birthday or for, like, you know, Christmas or in the grocery store or whatever, but, like, where I started to ask pointed questions. Mm. I, I, mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you that? Do you know the story? Did I ever tell you this? I think... Your I think... first comic book? I mean, it was... not my first, not my first comic book, but like okay. when I first started to like read comic books for real, not like because when I was a kid, I had like I would like try to find the No Man's Land collected editions yeah. and things like that. I I did that, and I know um, your story about like Spider-Man comics, like the Green Goblin. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking like now. I'm going to the store every week to buy comics. I don't know if I do know that. Oh well, let me tell you a story. Please do. Any anyway. Um, everyone knows, most people, some people, a few people, maybe one person, knows Palmer of co-host Academy Rewind. Um, he, he will live in infamy. And, <laughs> uh, Palmer and I used to, Palmer and I used to work together at Blockbuster, fun facts, all around, um, back in the Blockbuster heyday when lines would be out the door to rent movies still. And, and, um, he came into work one day, and everybody that we kind of worked with was, like, into, like, you know, comics and movies and, you know, comics, movies, tattoos, video games, whatever. It was just like a cool collection of, of yeah. people. Pop culture. Depending on depending on your definition of cool. And um and Palmer came in one day and he was like, Wonder Woman snapped Maxwell Lord's neck. Mm. And and I'm like, I have many questions. <laughs> One, who is Maxwell Lord? Yeah. <laughs> Why does that matter in any way, shape or form? And then and then why did she do it? And he would, then he would, and this was at the same time that like Red Hood started to be a thing and like oh, yeah. all this stuff. So then he's like bringing me books and he's like, this is the, this is, sa- uh, this is sacrifice and Maxwell Lord and Blue Beetle gets shot and, and he dies and this and this and this and this and this and this and all this. And all of a sudden now I'm going to the store to find out more. And that's just at the cusp of Infinite Crisis. Right. And so I will always credit Palmer 
an infinite crisis for like my dive into comic book fandom. But um, it's cool. What a so, but good anyway, time to be a fan too. Oh. It was it was a good time to be a fan. And so, but speaking of good time to be a fan, Spider Man and Spider Man Two, truly marvelous. Spider Man One is very antiquated in a way that yes, it, it's weirdly in a way that Superman the movie is not right. Isn't that so interesting? Considering like it's the same template, but mm-hmm. like Superman the movie is somehow a little more timeless. Yep. Uh, but but yeah, I agree. Spider-Man, as much as I was obsessed with that movie, it hasn't aged extraordinarily well. Um, it feels like a movie from that that time, um, from like the it feels like the late nineties, you know, early two thousands, turn of the century type. Oh of, sure, lots of uh, it, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Maganello with his like spiked hair. Oh and yeah. His, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There are some things in that movie that have not, that have really not aged well, like. Can I remind you that in the Bonesaw cage match, uh, Spider-Man Bone makes a joke. Bonesaw is ready. Bonesaw is ready. <gasps> um, Did your husband make it for you? Yes. There's a, there's a derogatory gay joke in that Isn't movie. Isn't that so bad? Like, can you even imagine that being in a, in a film today? Absolutely not. Wow. But, like, think about how much the times have changed on that, with that one joke alone. Think about how far we have come. Like, wow. That's huge, crazy. I, I totally joke. forgot about that joke. Because I always just remember bone size, right? Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that that joke. I was recently reminded of that. And I was like, oh my God, that really, oof. Oof, that's not great. That is not great. So yeah, that, uh, that's crazy. That's, that's insane. A good sign of just how, how, like, what a, uh, what, what a, a, a big upheaval there's been in the last few years and just how much. The film has not aged with and, the times very well. No, socio socio like political culture has like changed yeah. at yeah. so much of film. And the film is such a, a reaction to that as well as being as well as contrib- a contributing factor of change at the right. same time. Right. Wow. From a co- from a comic book adaptation standpoint, Spider Man is a fairly realistic retelling of the Spider Man origin story. Um but the, this is an era where they like barely trusted that audiences would be okay with Spider-Man spider suit. Remember that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause that's, at the same time, like, the X-Men yeah. are in their, in their, you their know, leather jumpsuits. Yeah. Oh, uniforms. Yeah. Whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, their leather jumpsuits and the green goblin is like a power ranger and, and organic web shooters. People, they, uh, like they felt like, Oh, people won't trust that this guy, cause I hesitate to call him a kid is mm-hmm. a, a genius. And so he's nerdy and quirky, but maybe he's not a genius. And so we'll have to give him, we'll have to give him organic web shooters. Right, 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 right. Yeah, they made a lot of those interesting decisions. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it they weren't they weren't sure that I mean, just in general, Hollywood wasn't sure that people were ready for you know, superheroes wearing spandex. Like, oh, that just looks too cheesy. It looks too corny. But you know, really. Some of the things they came up with now look cheesier in retrospect than, uh, um, do you mean than, costumes or yeah, the, costume wise? Oh, uh, yeah, the, the fashion was, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. The Raimi Spider Man suit is is just an excellent, it's an oh. excellent costume. It is, it is. Uh, but I'm talking, I'm talking about like the Green Goblin looking so, ugh, ugh. yeah, it, it bothers me so, it bothers right. me, looking so much like a Power Ranger. That looks cornier now than I think it would have if they had done something a little more comic accurate. 
is true. If they had him literally transform, then I think it would have worked to their advantage. They did try an animatronic face. Uh, there's footage of it online. Ah, uh, yes. I, yeah, re- I think it, I remember that. It's pretty scary, but you can also see why it doesn't work. Like, as much as expression as it gives, like, with big yellow eyes and which they weirdly still went with, even though they kind of like moved up so you could see Willem Dafoe's eyes. Yeah, underneath. yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't much to it. I remember being upset as a kid that you could see Willem Dafoe's mouth through the grate in the mouth slat of the helmet, so you can see Willem Dafoe talking through yes. the mask. Oh my god! Once you pointed that out to me, I could never not see it. You anymore. can't unsee it, but the. I, it was this. Pro- it was probably so he could breathe, you know, like realistic oh, yeah. things, you know, so he could breathe in that thing. But you could see it as kind of like Norman trying to get out of the goblin persona mm, in a weird sure. way. Like he's literally trapped inside the goblin and you can see hints of him in his eyes and his mouth and all this stuff. But he so there is like a, there is, a, I guess, a theoretic way of of looking at the, the costume in that way. But this is also like uh the ultimate heyday where they're like, it's militarized and it's, you know, it's this kind of, you know, it's like this was a, a project he was working on for the government, you know. So, and the mask still doesn't come, doesn't make sense, but that doesn't, that's okay. That's all right. Macy Gray is in that movie. Macy Gray. Oh, my God. At the World Unity Festival, whatever they called it. Yeah, that Times thing. Square. Mm-hmm. Before, they, they, before they would even give Stanley lines in his cameos. Or he just like saves that kid. Yes, from... he just moves that kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. is a there is a deleted scene of there is a deleted scene of him, uh, moving, or, or talking to the kid like trying to get him to buy sunglasses or something like that. Um, but yeah, all, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Where he's like, "Hey, kid, you want these? They they're they're like the ones they wore in X Men." Oh, he yeah, made a that's reference right. to the X Men movie. In that, in that's scene. funny. Yeah, yeah. Made a reference to the X-Men movie, but they couldn't be in the same universe. Crazy. What a time that was. What a time that was. Frank, we've spent so much time on Spider-Man 1. We haven't even, we've barely scratched the surface of Spider-Man 2 or 3. I know, I know. So, I know. perhaps, Frank, maybe we, maybe we, just to finish up our conversation on Spider-Man 1, and we will retrospect Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3 sure. at another time. Sure. Sure. Does that, sound, does that sound fair and I accurate? Think, I think that sounds very fair, yes. So that means we've talked about Spider-Man, the first Sam Raimi movie, twice on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth talking about, and we have we have things to say, man. It's a damn good movie. It's a it damn is. fine film. I, th- that's what, look, that's what this show is about, right? Like, it's about us cracking open a beer and geeking out about something, and sometimes you have to talk about the same thing more than once. This is, well, this that's is more what, a chronicle... That's... That's good. This show is more a chronicle of our conversations as friends, really, more than it is about anything important. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, this is slightly off topic, but kind of in kilter. I was, I was talking to my boss about something about composing music on GarageBand because we're joint teaching a music class together oh, this cool. time. And so I like told him I was like, oh, you know, I actually composed the the uh, the the piece to to read up, and I composed the intro. I said on GarageBand. Said it took like two minutes. You know, you just kind of play around. So he listened to it and he was like, oh, it's good. It's kind of like meandering, like a podcast. And I was like, listen, buddy, 
<laughs> How do you know what Frank and I do every week? <laughs> you don't know that. Sometimes we're very pointed. See Supergirl TV Talk right. for pointed podcasting. Uh, so I, that was fun. That was a. Uh, that, that was fun. I could say that because uh, he'll never listen to this, probably. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of Supergirl TV talk, uh, Supergirl is returning. As you're, if you're listening uh, to this when, when it's released, it's returning this weekend, this Sunday, uh, October the 5th. Uh, so I'm sorry, 6th. So uh, please, if you enjoy Supergirl, check out Supergirl TV talk uh, because we... We'll be we will be covering that, uh, the all, season five and everything that follows, uh, going forward. So check that out. I'm actually super excited for season five. Um, actually, speaking speaking of yeah. all of that, Frank, yeah. I yeah. you were away, and this I is will. not related to Spider Man, but kind of fits into retrospect. Can we talk about that Brandon Routh image of oh. him as Kingdom Come Superman just oh, for a second? Man. Just at the tag because that's what I've always wanted ever in life i think like i can't believe it's happening i like still <laughs> i still like have not really wrapped my brain around the fact that this is really happening brandon routh is coming he's suiting up as kingdom come superman and is is doing it again he is going to be superman again I, I i just can't really wrap my head around it until i, I see it and then i will probably weep Here's the thing is even if he is not Kingdom Come Superman per se, like they're just using the costume, okay, you know, like an older Superman, that means for my money, he is the Christopher Reeve Superman in the Arrowverse on the CW. So, in in a way, that's even better than him being Kingdom Come Superman because I can watch Superman 1, Superman 2, Superman Returns. And then Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's right. That's, that's right. That's kind of how that breaks down. If you that really want is... to watch the roadmap to get to this moment, like you could watch the 90s Flash season one, and then last year's Crisis, and then this year's Crisis, and get like the, like all roads lead to Crisis on Infinite Earths, like all those like comic book tie ins, like the prelude tie ins are just like previous seasons or movies of all of these characters. No, I man. Just, it's mind-boggling. It's crazy. It's you know, I never really quite thought about it the way you just said it. That now this puts Christopher Reeve Superman in the Arrowverse. That's um, right, right. I never really thought about it that way, but that is exactly what it is. And oh man, it's great. It's so great. It's the best. It's the best thing to happen in here. It's so exciting. <laughs> it's so exciting, man. Uh, I, I just, for one, am thrilled that the S crest fits Brandon Routh's chest now. I know it's not this tiny little little glyph in the middle of it, like you know, be- hidden amongst his pecs. You know, it's <laughs> so, so that it's it's always bothered me, and I think it will forever bother me. We get this huge man because he is big. He's he a big a guy, very large man, and I just don't, I just don't understand. But anyway, I, ne- I never, I never cared for the size of that logo. Yeah, me either. Well, that that was the same era we talked about Spider Man. We're like, oh, can people handle people in costumes? It's only like, four years later. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know. Same era, same era, same era. Well, Frank, this has been lovely. You can find us on BeerWeekGeeks.com and Gmail and Facebook and Twitter and Patreon.com and iTunes and all other places. Podcasts can be found. 
that Patreon is patreon.com slash stoppable audio to uh, support all of all of the shows and stuff. Today officially is um, uh, National Podcasting Day, actually. Fun fact. As you record this, yes. 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 So, um, um, so thank a podcaster, I guess. Thank a podcaster. Well, thank all of you for listening uh, because it's because all of you listen that we get to meander, uh, as, your, as your friend said. And uh, we we would not still be doing this uh, so many years later, five years later, if uh, so many of you weren't listening each week. So thank you. Thank you so much for, for doing that because we get to have fun doing this. It's absolutely correct. We do. We have, we have the best time. So, Frank, uh, until next time, cheers. cheers.